programming notes. You may have noticed that the bumper music is playing at half speed for some reason. Y you know why that is? We don't know. <laughs> been, we, we don't know why. It's only playing at half speed. We're not sure why we couldn't get any of the podcast to upload over the last month. We don't, I don't... We don't know why. I'm not really in any mood to figure out why. Like, I'm sure these are minor problems when it comes right down to it. I'm in, I'm in no mood to deal with them. So it just, it is what it is. Sorry. <laughs> I, know, I know we usually put it pretty, uh, we usually have a better track record around Christmas time of actually putting podcasts out, but this year it just, you know, wasn't in the cards. I, I mentioned how, you know, sometimes Christmas is rough for a lot of people, sometimes it's rough for me. I had a couple of really bad weeks this year, so really really in the mood to, to give an F. <laughs> and I really don't feel like venting about it this year at, at all. So we're just going to move forward. And Joe's got some stories. We're going to plow through this one and see if it actually uploads. How about that? Uh, no. I changed my mind actually, because it's it's going to serve no purpose. It's uh, territory I've been over, <laughs> gone over this every year. There's really no specific issue that's uh, new. It's just uh, you know just had a couple bad weeks. I don't feel like it. It's going to serve no purpose. It's going to not enlighten anybody about anything. It's not going to say anything I haven't already said. It's not. It, no. I don't feel like it. Um. No, you don't. No, you, you and I definitely don't need to talk when this is over. When this is over, you need to leave. You want me to feel better? That's how you're going to make me feel better. You're going to leave my office. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, sort of. A couple times this month, I I reposted the. Suicide Emergency Instructions blog. Uh, this, is, this is a blog about your, what to do when you're on the brink. You know, when you really can't take it anymore and you think you're going to end it. Uh, this, that's what this blog is for. And uh, it's, a, it's a good blog and it's an important blog and, and hopefully a helpful blog. Um, and so I put that up again it, and many people have shared it and commented positively on it and that's good and it's good that it's being shared and it's good that it's getting some life and spreading around and uh, especially this time of year and th this is you know this time of year is <laughs> why I reposted it because you know Christmas so so it's good this is, it's a good thing that you're all sharing it I, that's what I, I would like you to do that, that you're, you're doing good there that that part's good okay um, I don't. I don't think posting that blog, which, by the way, it's titled "Suicide Emergency Instructions." That's that's the title of it. So when you share it, that's what everyone's going to see. And so I I don't think tagging people you know <laughs> when you share that is the way to go with this thing. I, I'm. 
I'm having trouble even understanding the mentality of, of why you would why would you do that? Don't do that. Don't, you don't understand. Okay, they don't understand. <laughs> Joseph, they don't understand. They don't understand. Fine. Let me help you understand. If I were to share a blog about knitting, let's say, and I tag my sister on it, well, anyone who sees that is going to assume my sister likes to knit or is interested in knitting. Right? It's only natural. Otherwise, why would I possibly tag her? Now, let's look at, and, and keep in mind, all of my friends and all of her friends can see that I have tagged her on this blog about knitting. So now they all know, oh, look at his sister is interested in knitting, perhaps. Okay, now let's look at your Facebook page where you have shared a blog about suicide <laughs> and then tagged someone you know. What? what no. See, just you see now. Now everybody, all of your friends and all of their friends, have seen you tag this person on a blog about "Don't kill yourself." Uh, do you think they understand yet why that's a bad idea? See, because that's. I mean, you're trying to be helpful in alerting this person who possibly is in emotional pain to this blog that might possibly be helpful, but really, you're dumping a whole lot of more emotional pain by exposing them to the whole world <laughs> by tagging them. Just send it in a message. You know, share it and just let it have its own life, and then if you know someone specifically who might be in emotional pain, just private message them that blog. Don't, don't tag them for all the world to mother f and c that they're ready to end it. <sighs> uh huh. Sure, sure. Possibly people are tagging someone because they're interested in psychology. Or hey, we were just having this discussion earlier this week. Tag. All of their, okay, all of their friends and all of your friends don't know that. All they see is a blog about don't kill yourself and you tagging Joe Blow. And now Joe Blow, I guarantee you, his email box is full of messages. Are you okay? What's the problem? How can I help? I didn't realize things were so bad from friends and relatives. Do you see what you've done to these poor people? Don't tag anyone. This is personal and private huh? for most people. I know if you listen to this show, uh, you hear me go on about it, and like nothing's nothing, and I don't care. But understand this, not everybody is wired like I am, okay? I am a dumper. I'm a venter. I'm incredibly comfortable in my own skin. It doesn't bother me at all for people to know how much a mess I've made of my life or how many good things I've done or how, what an idiot I was that time or how brave I was that time. My life's an open book. I don't really care. And more importantly, I'm used to it. I'm used to being a quote-unquote public figure to a certain extent. 
okay? I know what lines to draw and what lines not to draw and uh, where to make boundaries. You know, I, I'm very, very open. And I'm very, very used to being open. Not everyone is like me. Not everyone is going to be cool with publicly talking about how they want to blow their brains out <laughs> every year. Okay? So don't... Don't don't be tagging people on this. Untag them if you have already tagged them. Just just untag them, okay? Just just send them a private message, because because we want to do some good here. We don't want to make things worse. Oh God, I can't even <laughs> I can't even imagine <laughs> if I if I okay if I was somebody who was more private, less comfortable, and less outspoken, you know, and I, I didn't want the whole world to know, you know, if I was just some guy who's personally struggling with this, and then I go on Facebook and I see that I've been tagged on a blog about please don't kill yourself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would still be drunk. I would be drunk, I would start drinking as soon as I saw that, and I wouldn't stop drinking until I passed out. And then when I woke up, I would start, as soon as I looked over at the computer and remembered why I drank so heavily, I would start drinking again. And maybe I would, maybe I would get in my car, you know, in between binge drinking and and run you over. <laughs> come on, come on, people, use your heads out there. Your help has to be subtle sometimes. You have to help, let people find things on their own. Oh. <laughs> okay. You know, just and speaking of that, speaking of stupid ideas, I saw a commercial. I heard a commercial today. Actually, it's been out all week, but just just today, I realized how stupid it was. It's for an online dating, blind dating service. I think it's just have lunch or it's just lunch or want to have lunch. I don't know one of those, right? It's some. It's some thing, some online thing where you fill out the blah blah BS survey, 30 questions or whatever, these, this magical survey that's going to find your magical match and then you both go on a blind date and never talk again, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just another version of online dating. But this is, it specifically sets you up on one blind date after the next. Or, okay, and there's obviously there's a fee for this because it's so good. <laughs> it's such it's, it's so you know this you, this don't come cheap you know find it find it your perfect match yeah that's gonna that's that's worth a couple bucks to you isn't it you know finding that special someone that ain't worth a couple bucks of course it is so here's here's the commercial uh, it's directed somewhat at single people it's all about the holidays and how it sucks being alone on the holidays. Right, and that, basically that's how it starts out. It's some guy talking, oh, you know, it sucks being alone on the holidays because you don't have anybody to go anywhere with and you have to go to office parties alone and blah, 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 blah. But it, let's have lunch can help, right? And so that's the first part of the ad. The second part of the ad is trying to convince someone to buy a month worth, worth of it's just lunch for someone else. Like as a gift. 
as a gift. As a gift. They want you to think it's a good idea for you to pay for a month of online dating for someone. And, like, I don't know, maybe there's a gift card or something. Like, here's, you put the little gift card into a, a Christmas card form. Here you go, here's a Christmas card. It, it, look, I got you a month at this online dating, blind dating service. That's not a good, that's a, ter- no, that's a terrible gift. It's a horrible quote. Let me start with the first part of it. Because who, who, whoever the ad guy is who came up with this commercial, he uh, I obviously isn't single anymore and has forgotten what it's like to be single at the holidays. Because when you start your commercial with how much it sucks being alone at Christmas time, anybody who's single who's listening to that has just shut off the radio. They've just changed the station. First they, first they gave the, sta- the radio the fin- middle finger, and then they changed the station. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't really need to hear that, see? No, no, nobody is single is going to listen to the rest of that commercial if you start off with, I don't have to tell you how how miserable you are right now, or <laughs> how much it sucks being alone. Boy, are you alone. You're, we're, we're basically just all Christmas season trying to hide from that harsh reality. Clicking one radio station button after the next every time a song comes on that starts to remind you know <laughs> even vaguely touches on the subject of being alone at christmas missing some at, someone at christmas not having anyone for christmas or for that matter songs about having someone at christmas or songs that make us remind us of times when we had someone when you know it's the radio is just a minefield and you're just uh, clicking back and forth you know just avoiding avoiding songs. You'll get maybe a good song and a half before Blue Christmas comes on and you got to quick switch it, you know. And then you get a couple more songs and some song will come on that reminds you of your first love. Okay, guys, turn that off. Then, you know, then you'll be good for a little while and then some song, like the Peanuts Christmas song will come on you'll start remembering your childhood. Okay, you know, basically, <laughs> basically just dancing around the presets on our radio. So, the, you coming on with the first part of your commercial being, hey, I don't have to tell you how, how much it sucks not having anybody around Christmas time. You, you didn't even get to finish that sentence. <laughs> so that was that was poorly spent cash, whoever, whoever wrote that. But the second, now back to the second part. Um, they, they word it, because in such a way as they want you to think that the possibility is <laughs> that this gift of online dating is going to be well received, that they're going to open it and go, oh, wow, you know what, This I've been meaning to try that. Well, uh, thanks, I'm going to give this a try, by golly. Gee whiz, thanks for looking out for me. Do, 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 do. And I'm going to go, t- and he goes and types on his computer and fills out the little thing. And why, why next week he goes out on a blind date. And God, by golly, it sure was fun. This girl's super sweet. And, and then they, they hit it off, and it's a happily ever after. And it's all thanks to you and your card. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Here's what's really going to happen. The person's going to open that card. Uh, be really insulted, uncomfortable, and feel awkward, and probably you're not really going to hear from him very much anymore. 
<laughs> like if you like if you saw the guy once a week, you're probably going to see him four times next year. <laughs> Why? Because you might as well give somebody a box of deodorant with a note that says "Stop smelling so much." That would that would be a better Christmas present than paying for them to go on a blind, bunch of blind dates. Because what are you telling that person? You're telling them, uh, it's obvious how lonely you are. It's obvious you're incapable of finding anybody on your own. Your only hope is this is just rolling the dice on this computer service. And uh, I don't believe you have the balls to pull the trigger yourself. And possibly you don't have the money to pull your trigger for yourself. Uh, you're a complete loser. That, that's, what every, that's everything that card says. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter what you meant. I'm t- that's why I'm explaining this. I'm telling you how it's going to be received. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. See? Kind of like hashtagging some, or tagging somebody when you post a blog about uh, what to do if you want to kill yourself. See? You meant well, but really it was, uh, you mortified somebody. <laughs> if, they, if they were going to kill themselves, uh, I can't even imagine what's going through their head. And if they weren't going to kill themselves, right now, their email box is full of concerned relatives. Okay, same thing with this. Your road to hell is paid with good intentions. You don't intend it to come across that way, but that's what you're saying to that person. See? Better you give them deodorant. (laughs) Give them a coupon for online dating. And, by the way, if... If they do accept it in the spirit in which it was given, the second part of your little, the little fantasy world that the advertiser is painting is still not going to come true. Okay, the, the the little fantasy where he meets somebody and they live happily ever after and all that horse, horse crap. <laughs> okay, I've been I've been on a blind date or two, you know, uh, and computer generated blind dates for that matter. What's going to happen is that person's going to have a, a crappy time with somebody he doesn't like, <laughs> and uh, it's going to ruin his whole week. That's what, that's what you're going to be responsible for. And he's going to now be left with having to come up with some lie as to what happened so that the next time he sees you and you ask him how it went, he doesn't feel like a loser. So, so, so don't do that. Things, things not to do. <laughs> things, things not to do at Christmas time. I, I'm just, you know, I'm here educating people, Joe, <laughs> who, who might be, might be confused. <sighs> we got, I don't know, news stories or what? I mean, how, how, how long do we want to record this, not knowing whether or not it's actually going to work? What's this one here that you got? You think this is gonna? <laughs> this is supposed to cheer me up. This should be rich. It's from the Vox. All right. Joe, Joe says that he has not been able to confirm whether or not this is true, and the Vox, Vox.com seems like it's a slanted, kind of half-assed hipster website. <laughs> but it's worth a read anyhow. Okay. Do they have any 
is there any way to check if like do they have sources okay just read it he says if they don't like someone they just behead him what's it in the dot on top of a dot what's that called this is a stupid title anyhow the title should just be why isis fight i don't even want to read this already <laughs> what how much longer do we have to go i'm i'm trying to i'm feeling myself drift into a mood where it's uh i'm not going to be charmingly irritated at things i'm just going to be irritated at things can you feel that <laughs> can, you, can you can you hear that in my voice too that that uh, being irritated is starting to lose its charm <laughs> it's starting to just be yeah um all right okay i'll read it this is uh why isis fighters quit isis territory from everything we hear is an absolute miserable place to live i'm this should be a liability for isis if it's really so terrible to be live under its rule you'd think that a number of their fighters would this is written like okay i don't how about we save this for another day? Uh, no, no, we're not. We're not. I can't. <laughs> I can't read this. It's written in hi hipster sp speak. It's. Uh, I don't care. I don't care about ISIS. Uh, here's all you have to know about ISIS. They're, they're, completely. They're blithering idiots. Is. Uh, merciless and violent as they are they're obviously they're blithering idiots and we had our proof this weekend this past weekend was all the proof that we needed that anyone who's with their has their eyes open needed to see to know that this these terrorists don't have a kernel of understanding about our culture and therefore are not going to be able to get squat done what what happened this weekend this past weekend. Nothing. Exactly. You're not following me, are you? What a what what no. What happened this weekend? What was the biggest story in the news this weekend? Right. Star Wars. Was there were there any incidents at any Star Wars premieres? Hmm? W were there any? No. No. There weren't. That that was the game. That was the ball game, ISIS. <laughs> that was the ball game. I I didn't say anything. I didn't blog anything. But I was pretty worried. Uh, well, I I don't. I had no interest in seeing the movie anyhow. So it was easy for me. But I was I was pretty concerned because I was I was thinking, if these people have a brain in their heads, they're gonna hit one of these movie theaters. But they didn't. Because they clearly don't understand us at all. If, can you imagine a, a more heartbreaking event? Like, this would have ruined... If, if ISIS had attacked some theater, or some sleeper cell had attacked some theater this weekend, uh, and like I said, I didn't say anything or blog anything. I didn't want to give anybody any ideas. 
you know, in case somebody was on the bus, you know, in case there was some sleeper cell looking for something to do that weekend. Yeah, I, I don't know, an NFL game, I, I, what's a good place to hit, you know, <laughs> in case somebody's on the bubble. I didn't, I didn't want to uh, give anyone any ideas. But can you imagine uh, how awful that would have been? They, that would have ruined that premiere. That would have ruined Star Wars for everyone. Those all of those movies would then forever be tainted. All that, all the merchandise and crap and toys and posters everyone owns would be a reminder of that event and those murders. Everything Star Wars would have been tainted. And this is a movie franchise that has affected the baby boomers in a profound way, Generation X in a profound way, the millennials in a profound way. I mean, this is our formative years, you know, for Generation X and the millennials watching these movies. I mean, this, this is Americana to the nth degree. And all of that, all of it would have been tainted forever. It would, it would have just been a heartbreaking. And they didn't do it. They didn't even think of it. The idea didn't pop into their heads. Because if they knew what they were doing, they would have been balls out for this event. They would have got it done. They would have sent everyone. They would have sent everyone they had because that was it. There was never again was that opportunity going to be there. You know, when the next movie comes out, eh, you know, this this one that was coming out, this was the biggest deal. This was the wait in line for two weeks. We've been hearing about it for three years. Everyone's excited. People are camping, you know, in the parking lots in the whole world. They, you know, three generations of people waiting for this. They could have ruined that. They could have ruined everyone's collectibles. It, it would have ruined everything forever. It would have been, if they had blew up the Statue of Liberty, it wouldn't have been as impactful and heartbreaking as if they, if they had uh, hit one of these theaters with Star Wars, with the Star Wars premiere. I mean, just think about it. Think about all those movies being ruined for everyone who loves them. Every collectible they have being ruined for everyone who loves those movies. It would all have been tainted. Can you even look at a picture of the Twin Towers without thinking about 9-11? There were pictures of the Twin Towers from the time they were built until 2001. Pictures of them from every angle, every direction, every stage, you know? <laughs> Winter, summer, spring, fall, daytime, nighttime. You see any picture of those Twin Towers at any, at any point? Do you think of anything except 9-11? Imagine that and connected to Star Wars. Imagine an incident connected to Star Wars, and it had to be this movie, because this was the movie that connected everything together. This was the movie that brought the original cast back. You know, this is the movie that people had the most hope for because George Lucas was out of the picture. It had to have been this one. But they didn't understand that. They didn't understand the opportunity that was in front of them to 
to really break this country's heart in a way that it, with a scar that never leaves. Even even more so than I said, like they blew up the Statue of Liberty, they blew up Mount Rushmore, whatever. This would have been worse. They didn't think of it. They didn't get it done. They don't understand us. They have no idea what they're doing. They're just a bunch of lunatics running around with AK-47s. So, there you go. The, the war on terror that, <laughs> that all these politicians are yapping about uh, and how sophisticated all these people are. They're just lunatics. They have no plan. They're not uh, super villains. They're not shrewd and cunning. They're just a bunch of lunatics who want to murder people. Because if they had a plan, if they had an understanding, if they had any kind of meaningful strategy to harm us, it would have been last weekend. And here's what else we learned. When it comes right down to it, no one in this country is scared of them. There was a mass shooting in San Bernardino that more or less had been confirmed as a sleeper cell. Two weeks later, people were packing in the movie theaters to see Star Wars. They didn't give an F. They didn't give an F. <laughs> you know? They, they weren't concerned about being in a crowded, <laughs> in a crowded, target-rich environment. They were going to see Star Wars. Probably didn't even give it a thought. So we, we've learned that as well. ISIS is not a formidable adversary. They're just a bunch of disenfranchised lunatics. Uh, the American people simply are not frightened <laughs> of them. When the rubber hits the road, they're more concerned about seeing uh, Harrison Ford with a broom-handled Mauser with a painted up like a, a ray gun for three hours than whether or not somebody might burst into the movie theater. <sighs> I really don't want to read this story. You know what? I'm not going to read this story. How much time do we got? That's it. We're done. No, let, no let's just be done because we don't even know it's going to load, man. Thanks for listening. If this works... We'll put up another one tomorrow. And we'll try to rapid-fire off some of these to make up for not being around <clears throat> to at least get you through the home stretch. Hang in there, everybody. And uh, com is where you can find us. ArsenicLullabies.com is where you can find more of my work. And actually, if you go there for the next week and a half, the Xmas Bomb Shelter is still going to be up, and that has all the Christmas-related best-of blogs and Christmas-related best-of podcasts and comics, and there's coloring contest, and there's plenty of stuff to do if you you got no place to go uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, the month, or the weekend, you know, whatever. There's plenty to do. <laughs> and trust me, brother, you ain't going to be the only one dicking around on that site instead of out with the family or out with the wife and kids. So it's there for you. Use it. Um, also on that page, uh, the Stranger's Voice, I don't even know if that if our Facebook page is hooked up to anything. And usually when I'm on Facebook, I'm on Facebook as uh, my, my other uh uh, Facebook. 
Okay, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> uh, yeah. The Facebook page I'm most active on currently you're going to want to go to arsenicallabies.com and the link is there. The A Stranger's Voice Facebook page, I'm, I'm not really on there that much. So if you're looking for something to do, you want to butt hands with me about some stupid issue or argue about nonsense, uh, go to arsenicallabies.com and there'll be a link there to the Facebook page and I'm usually on there calling somebody a bad name. And Thank you to Lockjaw for letting us use the bumper music. This is The Sheep by Lockjaw. Unfortunately, it's at half the normal speed. Uh, sorry, buddy, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what we did to the file, and we needed bumper music, and we kind of thought it sounded cool. Uh, you can find Lockjaw on SoundCloud. You can find Lockjaw on YouTube. Have at them. Uh, they're better, and they actually play much faster. Thanks for listening. Till next time, think.